0: Well, folks, this is Jesse Cope. We're back for another episode of the American Soul Podcast. We're going to take a little walk down the road. We have two companions today. Both both puppy dogs are out, so we'll see if anybody else joins us. As always, I hope that y'all are doing well, and thank y'all so much for spending a little bit of time with me here today. I know that y'all have a million other things to do. And thank y'all, as always, for those of you that continue to share the podcast and tell other people about it, spread the word, whether it's personally or social media. it, It helps immensely, folks, and I'm very grateful for it. And hopefully, as always, hopefully, it, even if just a little bit, helps our country. So, I think... This is going to end up taking up two different podcasts. We're going to talk... I'm going to read some excerpts, and I've read some from this book before. It's a a book that was part of a children's library, a series published a little over 100 years ago, back at the very beginning of the 20th century. And... I'm gonna talk about it in regards to education today. Because so often, when you talk about a problem, one of the things, when I was in the Marine Corps, one of the things that our my better COs used to say is that my commanding officers, that's CO, for those of y'all that don't know, they used to say, if you're going to bring a problem to your CO, you need to at least bring a couple solutions to. Even if they're not good solutions, you got to bring them some options for how to fix the problem that you're bringing to them. And that's a good point. So often today when you talk about problems, You hear people say, well, what are you going to do about it? What's your solution? You know, what do you want me to do about it? I can't do anything about it. So, we may already be past the point, folks. You've seen Afghanistan the last month or so. You've seen the nation for years crumbling more and more. Uh, We may we may be to the point where we only have really two options, and that's either a real fight, like a civil war, or to just complicitly go into the old Soviet Union or the modern police state of China. Uh, But if there is a third option, as some of my more optimistic listeners Maybe I should call them more encouraging listeners think. That third option of us turning ourselves around without having to get in a fight and not falling into the darkness of leftism, socialism, communism. That third option absolutely has to involve the education of our youth. It, it cannot be merely a political solution because we've tried that and it's it's not working. You can't say oh the next time we'll elect somebody that'll really fix stuff because we haven't and we're not going to. The solution has to involve teaching our children the truth a which goes to God and the Bible and and b our heritage with that truth. Our heritage as a nation with God and the Bible. And that has to be a major component of any hope that we have of turning our nation around, as I said, without one of those other two options. And so I would like to read a couple of excerpts, a few excerpts, and that's why I said this may end up being a, a couple episodes here on this podcast. From this kids library they called it a young folks library I think and this particular volume was called the book of patriotism and so we'll just we'll just go ahead and get into it because I think it does such a good job of of laying out both the problems and the solutions themselves and then and then it kind of illustrates how far we've come fallen in our education of our youth today. So, this particular part of this book, it was this book is a series of different essays and letters and speeches that they combined into this book of patriotism for kids. This particular one is titled Simply Patriotism and it's by the Reverend W.H.P. Fonts. ...if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And again, I think I've used a couple of his quotes before on previous episodes. But, as I have also stated here, folks, muscle memory. We've got to have this stuff ingrained, right? So we'll start with that. And we'll see how far we get. Our country stands for religion. It is true there is no mention of God in the Constitution... And I rejoice that there is not, for I want no religion forced upon anybody. But there is no page of our history that you can possibly read without the mention of God. In the cabin of the Mayflower, the pilgrims began their solemn league and covenant. In the name of God, amen. In the Emancipation Proclamation, Lincoln said, Upon this act, I invoke the considerate judgment of mankind and the gracious favor of Almighty God. Take out the fear of God from the Declaration of Independence, and you have taken out its backbone. In every Thanksgiving proclamation by which the President recognizes the bounty of God during the previous year, in the appointment of every Army and Navy chaplain, and every chaplain for Congress and for our state legislators, we recognize the fact that, though we force religion upon nobody, this is fundamentally a religious people. Worship God as you choose, but see that you worship Him. Go to church when and where you please, but see that you go. The man who does not reverence religion, the man who does not respect Christianity, the man who does not feel honor and reverence for the Bible, the Sabbath, and the Christian God, he is out of tune with American history. The man who goes about this country to blaspheme Christianity is the true, quote, little American And the man who is in sympathy with American tradition in the past and with American enterprise in the future will be the man who gives religion a large place in his heart and his life. It's a pretty lengthy quote to start with. A lot there to unpack. But... just. As I go through these books, keep in mind that this was a part of a children's library. It's a pretty important fact. And we don't, <clears throat> we have bought into this lie, this modern lie of separation of church and state, which is not what Jefferson even meant in his letter anyway, so much that we've, you know, most, of our education, we've completely filtered out God as much as possible. In some places, uh, you just you can't even think it almost about God. And so we don't teach our children the heritage of our country. When, when this author talks about the Mayflower Compact, when he talks about the Emancipation Proclamation, when he talks about how the Declaration of Independence directly references God and the Christian God, right? We're we're not talking this argument, this modern argument, which we've said here so often about deists. That's just, you know, random Allah, Mother Nature. That's not what this country was founded on. And, and when we don't talk about these things and teach our children these lessons, and there's just As we've seen in this podcast, folks, there's just an endless number of lessons to teach our children about. Then it's no wonder our country's fallen apart because our kids have no anchor. They have no base with which to view the world and, and America's relationship with the world through. And I think one of the best lines was when he's talking about Worship God as you choose, but see that you worship him. Go to church when you, where you please, but see that you go. When, and then the, the man that does not reverence, that does not respect Christianity, that does not feel honor and reverence for the Bible, the Sabbath, and the Christian God, he is the one that's out of tune with American history. You don't have to be Christian to be American, folks, but you have to understand if you come to this country that the only reason all these people that are coming, all these tens of millions of immigrants that are criminally breaking into the country or desperate to get here and and do it, thankfully, legally, the reason that they're coming here, that they're not dying to get into England or Europe, although there's a great push there too and and that has the same folks the, the reason they're still trying to get into there is because of the remnants of christianity and the the relationship that those countries what little bit they still have with their their basis of western civilization on christianity but that's why these people want to come here is because of our relationship with god as a country because that's what's made us great you know that's real american history that's the truth and that's that's why we need to teach it to kids that's why if we have any hope of turning this thing around without a fight or without falling into darkness this has to be a part of it we have to get back to teaching our kids this in our schools and my solution for me maybe there's a different way maybe y'all see a different way folks but for me it has to be part of or part the the big chunk of it has to be universal school choice has to be because the government we're doing such a horrific job of educating our children today both in practical matters what's really going to help them in their day-to-day lives you want to talk about teaching them how to balance a checkbook aprs mortgages etc we're doing a horrific job of that in and of itself and then Even worse, when you talk about teaching them the heart of our country, how we were founded, you can't force American citizens, whether it's parents or taxpayers, no one should ever be forced to support schools that are directly going against our founding faith and principles. We have to. And I just don't see another way out of it, folks, besides school choice. The parents got to be able to send their kid to a place that they know is going to teach them and do what's best for that kid. And that's a, just a huge subject. So I won't go down that path anymore. So we'll read another quote here from this. And now... In setting these ideas before the nation, how marvelous and how wonderful have been the leaders that God has given to us. When the spirit of freedom uprose in 1776, what if we had had a Napoleon instead of a Washington? In Washington, we had a man devout, unselfish, magnanimous, willing to be hated that his country might be loved, And ever willing to be sacrificed that his land might be exalted. And in Jefferson and Adams and Hancock and a score of other leaders of our revolution, we had men whose memory is bright forever and whose spirit is a precious legacy. When the spirit of freedom uprose in 1861, then we had such men as Sumner and Stanton and Grant and Lincoln, all of them heroes who counted not their lives dear that this country might live. When the spirit of freedom arose again in 1898, then we had such leaders as I hardly need mention, such men as Dewey and Sampson and Sheely and Hobson and General Wood and Governor Roosevelt, men who feared nothing in the performance of their duty, men who showed a readiness and resource, a strength of purpose, a valor, and a courage, and an audacity and a love of peace and liberty, which will make their names rightly immortal in our country's story. Now the man who loves such heroes, who strives to be like them, who holds them up as examples to the world, who strives to make their spirit everywhere prevail, he loves his country. So I'm going to end with that one for today, folks, and we'll get back into it again in the next episode. We'll just keep reading a couple more excerpts from this. But that last little line, hold those men up, folks, that's what we've got to do in education. We've got to hold up our country's heritage and the ties to God. And we need to hold up as examples the men who have followed that tide, strengthened it, served and given and and that has to happen in education of our children because if, if you don't do that, if you don't educate the children in where you came from then you have no future because then people can make whatever they want of it and you've seen that with with Lenin and Stalin and others communism, Mao they try and basically erase their history so that they can make it be whatever they want and, and then people you know, again, they just have no anchor. Well, our anchor in America is God. And we have to get back to holding on, holding firm to that anchor and teaching our children that has to be part of the solution, folks. Y'all have a good whatever is rest of your day. Thank you again so much for joining me. God bless you all. God bless America. And we'll talk to you again real soon.